Tonight's edition of Turnbuckle Talk is dedicated to the memory of Harold Ice Train Hogue. Welcome, my name is the Alpha Female, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa, g'day, Mitty's. Looks like I'm here. 2015 Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern-day Viking gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Bluefans Bates. And you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) We've had had 70-degree weather here for We really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're spitting snow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Turnbuckle Talk. My name is Chris Best. I've got OMD and Bubba Duke here with me. Welcome to Turnbuckle Talk, a bevy of wrestling news, episode 356. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Doing well. It started what looked like it was going to be a slow news day. Sure blew up this morning. What a way to wake up. Oh, yeah, just uh, just a ton of news coming through today. Um, Bubba, how are you today? (laughs) Doing good, man. Uh, I'll be honest, I've been kind of staying off the socials today. So I have bits and parts of what's kind of happened because I've Mm -hmm. just kind of been absorbing what's going on now on my phone. And holy bananas, Batman, we got a lot to talk about now. Oh, yeah. Yes, we do. Um, gotta say a quick uh, shout out to uh, Bobby Stats coming in saying hello, guys. How's it going, uh, Bobby? All right, so let's get uh, let's get right into this. I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, let's get it all started. Um, at the top of the show, you guys saw it the passing of WCW's Ice Train. Um, Dude started. Dude got his debut in WCW in 1990. Um, worked his way through WCW till its closing in 2001. Uh, most known for tag teaming with Scott Norton under the tag team Fire and Ice as, as well. I think his only claim to pay per view fame was a match he had with Scott Norton when they were doing the breakup uh of that tag team at 90 is uh road wild or hog wild whichever one you want to call it um then he went on to go on and uh man it uh become be managed by theodore long as well um what do you guys feel about this like it's it's sad i don't remember a whole lot about him but i mean 56 years old 
just so young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of odd. Um, I like you literally just told me right before the show. I'm still processing the words mm-hmm. that you said to me. To be quite honest, um, because I remember this guy a lot. He was one of my. And I don't want to stereotype really, but at that point in time, there wasn't many significant black wrestlers at that point. And he was one it of was, those guys that I remember aside was from maybe, like Harlem heat. Yeah. It was maybe him, Harlem heat and uh, Ron, Ron Simmons, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I really didn't have a whole lot of those, those kind of wrestlers. Yeah. Right. So I remember this guy as being very significantly number one, he was built like a brick shed house, this guy. Yeah. And he could wrestle like he had talent. He had, and that's what stood out. To compare him, for those who don't know him, to compare him to a modern day wrestler, he had the belt. He was built kind of like Big E. Yeah. Um, he, he, yeah. Probably a little bit taller, but yeah, definitely that same build, girth, and power. Mm-hmm. And athleticism, because yeah. let's face it, as Bubba had pointed out, this dude was very athletic. Had my again, like I've mentioned, my most favorite matches were his uh matches against Scott Norton, another big dude who could, yes, who could go. <laughs> they, they, um, he, yeah, remembering that gentleman is gonna be uh a couple days for me of just absorbing the fact that this gentleman has passed at, like OMD said, a very, very young age. Uh, obviously they haven't released how or why he passed away, obviously, because mm-hmm. it literally just happened. But yeah, I hate to say that I'm curious, but I'm curious. Right. Do, do yourself as far as favor. I know, he was healthy. Yeah. yeah. Uh nothing, nothing out just yet, other than a statement uh from Di- uh, DDP, who uh goes on to say, It was so sad to hear that one of my closest brothers is gone. Harold Hogue, a.k.a. Ice Train, a.k.a. Smooth, was a warrior and one of the kindest people I've ever known. Our 30-year relationship was filled with laughter and brotherhood. We were always there for each other. Our families are one family. One of my fondest memories was the Christmas the two of us headed into the inner city to help many of the less fortunate families have a better Christmas. As you can see, we got on our favorite Christmas outfits and headed to uh, headed out to spread some cheer. I've also included one of he uh, goes on to include some of his favorite pictures with with him. Yeah, and his mom. Yeah, and his mom Sylvia, I, DDP's wedding. I just found that as you were reading it, actually, just before. Yeah. I found that. Um, He's going to be doing would, a tribute video a little later on this okay. week for him. <clears throat> Which, being because I know for a fact, um, DDP and Ice Train. Uh, when DDP came into the business in WCW, that was the first guy that kind of went, come here, brother. I got your back. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Took him under his wing and was like, come on, brother. I got you. And from day one, they've been brothers. That's, that's yeah. mm-hmm. like OMD and I and Carl and I and Chris and I, we're all, we're all brothers. Yeah. We all. Yeah. But what I would, what I would um, ask people is, and I know you guys are thinking the same thing, please give their family some, uh, personal space and give his family time to to um, go through the processes of uh, grieving and mourning his death. Give them privacy and give them space, please. Yes. 
I know some just, wrestling fans can get a little over the top and want to help yeah. out. I completely understand where you're coming from because I would love to help out. But right now it's the best. Just kind of sit down, relax, let them do their thing. And if they need help, trust me, they'll reach out and say, listen, we need help with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Space is a big thing. So Bobby Stats <clears throat> is coming in saying he's never heard of Ice Train. Uh, what I would recommend you do, Bobby. Yeah, look him up. Go on YouTube. There's going to there's gonna be at least a few matches of his there that you will find, whether it's his time in WCW, whether it's uh, his most recent match, which I can't remember his he, he had his most recent match was in 2019 uh where he actually wrestled Dave, Dave Taylor in a in a amazing. German in a promotion over in Germany wow and looked amazing dude like he hadn't missed a day yeah he looked good I caught that one by and the that, way Chris I I seen it yeah um hmm but yeah, uh, our hearts and prayers from here at Turnbuckle Studios go out to the family of Ice Train. Definitely. Yeah, yes. rest in power, my friend. Because we're all we're all brothers. We've all been in the ring. So anytime a wrestler passes away, regardless of whether or not we know them or whether or not we remember them, it still hits home. It does, because it's simply, it could have been one of us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It could have been one of us that passed. And... I hope that I get the same honor and the same respect, even though I wasn't a huge professional wrestler, that I get that respect of the 10 bell or even right. just a moment of silence. Say, hey, listen, Bubba Duke has, has gone on to the big boar's nest in the sky, you know, that kind of thing. I would do yep. the same for either one of these two gentlemen right here. Yeah. Or Carl, you know, because I know he's working tonight, but I would do the same thing for him. Yep. In a heartbeat. Like you said, Chris, it's a brotherhood, whether we've met each other or not. That's the way it is. And it always will be. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah, we got to move on because we could talk about this all night, bro. (laughs) Yeah, we can can share our memories of Ice Train. At least Bubba and I can. OMD, you said you don't really have many memories of him. No, (laughs) I, I remember him, but it's very, very vague. Yeah. Yeah. And see, the reason why I have a lot of memories of Ice Train, because like I said, he wrestled on the Hog Wild pay per view. That was my second WCW pay per view that I ordered. So, right. Yeah. I have, I have his match, that match on VHS somewhere. And I'm sure I'm going to hook my VCR up and go back and watch it or right. maybe just go on the network and find it. You know, if you go on the network yeah. too, I guarantee you, you're going to find hundreds of his matches there. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Anything WCW and then WCW Ice Train mm-hmm. on anything, you're going to find some amazing matches. Please yeah. honor the man by watching his product. That's the best yeah. way I could put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's move on to we're going to talk about a departure that kind of came out of nowhere today. Kevin Patrick is set to leave the WWE, leaving the lead SmackDown uh, announced position wide open yes um from from what i read on this they don't know when he's leaving but he was also under the scrutiny of he's got to step up big time or he was going to be gone oh shit um yeah that was why they had moved michael cole and had michael cole doing two shows 
So I'm wondering yeah. if this was mutual, whether he was told, you know, quit or be fired, whatever, so, whatever it is. So the reason Cole stuck around on SmackDown after being uh, moved over to Raw was he was supposed to be there in a coaching capacity for Kevin Patrick. And honestly, I, I thought Kevin Patrick was doing a good job. I, so did I, I. really did. So did I. But I mean, we saw that. This is something that we have seen numerous times in the last few years. I mean, with Adnan Verk. Now, that was a bit of a disaster. Uh, Jimmy I really Smith, wanted I that to work, too, because I know Adnan's uh, knowledge of wrestling is really deep, you know? Um, Jimmy Smith. Now, I know Jimmy Smith came over from the MMA side mm -hmm. to commentate. He was doing a good job in learning. But Mauro Ranallo I, is one of them as well. <laughs> yes, uh, but there was always, and I mean, don't get me wrong, because there was just something about Moro that always irritated me, even back when he worked for the score here in Canada. I don't know what it was. It just something irked me. But this yeah. is something we have seen. So we don't know when Kevin Patrick's leaving. We don't know who the replacement will be. Um, so it's going to be very, very interesting to see how soon this takes effect. I mean, who, I have, who, who, who would you guys like to see take over on SmackDown? Bubba Duke and OMD. <laughs> um, <laughs> Carl Carafel and Chris Best. There you go. These guys the are all will do SmackDown. Um, to be honest, this I think guy. it's going to get handed over to Michael Cole again for a brief spell. But I'm almost wondering if you call Vic Joseph back up or do you maybe move a Jackie Redmond into that position? Jackie is better off doing the announcing, uh, the uh, interviewing stuff. Um, I don't see her quite as a commentator. Although I wouldn't be opposed to a woman taking over the lead commentating spot. Right. I wouldn't either. But but she better have her shit together and not stumble on her words and not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want her to be perfect, but don't mm -hmm. be tripping over your words. Don't be stuttering a lot. I'm I'm wondering too though if maybe Jackie has too much on her plate with the stuff she does for the NHL network as well as the A and E documentaries, as well oh, as the backstage interviewing. And that's um, why I feel like she'd just be better off doing the backstage right. stuff. Bobby's got a good uh a good reply to that question. I would vote um double J the Max voice there as yeah, speaking of coming in saying what's up, fellas, how's it going, uh, JJ? We are unwrapping the massive amount of news that came across all of our desks today. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, back to Bobby's uh, comment. Sorry, JJ, I don't want to you know jump too fast here, but what is Pat McAfee up to these days? Is there he's any reason NFL. he can't jump in? Oh, he's NFL. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, NCAA. Uh, he does oh. college game day. Oh, I thought um, he was. I thought he was doing announcing for the NFL. I could swear I thought I heard his voice the other day. He I, could be. He might be. Um, I think he might have a spot like at the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. but he I could come so. back. But if they're going to do that, then it's going to be him and Cole. Yeah, because so I was going to say, if you are going to use Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee is excellent as the color commentator. Yes. Um. But what I'm going to suggest is 
do you maybe try an injured talent? Or is this where we see Big E come in? Maybe. Or do you promote Vic Joseph up from NXT? Ooh. Ooh. Do you move Byron into that position? No. Potentially. There's there's a name I didn't think of, but Who, yeah. Who's the other commentator on SmackDown? Corey Graves. Uh, Corey Graves. Oh, yeah. So you, you can't do Graves. Like. You couldn't do Graves and McAfee. That's... Well, how about we just get rid of Corey Graves as well and hire two random people to do it because it'd be a lot better. Yeah, I was gonna say let's look, let's look outside the WWE and think uh, and think who could come in and do that. You know, I mean, aside from I, everybody at Turnbuckle Studios, I'm I'm gonna yeah. suggest a name that hasn't been around WWE in a number yeah. of years, but his uh, contract elsewhere comes up on the. 14th of february oh what are you thinking how about are you thinking jr are you thinking Ooh. this man chris parish uh, making I, the I, run in i he am could do i it. am <laughs> i am chris I don't know. the problem I don't know what is... you guys are talking about yet but i'm in we are talking is... about uh, <laughs> kevin pat uh sorry to interrupt you bubba but Parrish, we're talking about Kevin Patrick leaving WWE, which leaves the SmackDown announce table a little bit wide open here. Yeah, I, I think the only choice is Vic Joseph. I really do. Like that's the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you look at maybe bringing somebody in for NXT. I think it, yeah. I think the time is now to do a change in NXT. I think Vic Joseph is the right guy. He should have. He should have been a mainstay on Raw yeah. SmackDown to begin with. Uh, so, sorry, Bubba, what were you saying before uh, I brought Parish in? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got ADHD uh, like a yeah. mofo. You can't do that shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the hell I was talking about now. Oh, oh no, back so- to JR. Sorry, it was JR. Yeah. Um, Hypothetical, okay. Let's get let's get this out in the open. Hypothetical, who do you put with Jr. Because they got to be on the freaking. I think you do ball. it, Jr. and Corey Graves. Fuck Corey oh, Graves, God. dude. Nope. I, I'd rather have Corey. I'd rather have Corey Graves than Jr. Nope. I'd rather yeah, have Jr. than Corey Graves. Oh, well, you got to look at it this way. Jr. really doesn't know the product these days. No, he doesn't. That's he doesn't why even he know what's half the time. He, he even says welcome to Monday Night Raw when he's doing dynamite. Yeah, it's true enough. Yeah. Um, and I mean, his age, like he can handle, you know, a match or two. He couldn't carry a full show anymore. So you can't, yeah. don't even he bring him in. more substance in his commentary now. <laughs> so uh, we got uh, JJ saying, uh, what about Aiden English coming over from uh, TNA? It could be interesting, but I know um, Matthew Raywalt is loving his what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, he is very happy in TNA. Um, do you maybe look at bringing Tom Hannafin back? What about Mauro Ronaldo? Uh, I was going to bring him up too, because uh, let's face it, Mauro under Vince under the Vince regime. Didn't work, but Morrow under the Hunter regime could work. I'm also going to throw this one out there. What about William Regal? 
I think as a color commentator, as a color analyst, yes. But again, you've got two color analysts there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you we just, also got that's the uh, thing. Sometimes, if you have JJ. two color analysts, out, they can just keep the conversation going as well. Like, if you don't right. have a strong number one, having a two A and two B can do the trick as well. Right. Um, <laughs> JJ saying, "Yes, get rid of Corey Graves." <laughs> yeah, uh, Bobby just stats. something about him I don't like. Mm-hmm. Bobby Stats also coming in saying, "Why not Joe Dombrowski, uh, Dombrowski from MLW?" People from MLW alone, they can't lose everyone, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but he'd be a great choice, so you, you yeah. Uh, and uh, how about maybe not, potentially think... a guy who is not great with American wrestling? But what about Kevin Kelly? Kevin was great in ROH. I don't know what you're smoking. <laughs> I don't know. I was never a fan of his on any type of commentary anywhere. <laughs> He was decent um, for Japan. He was better for Japan than he was anywhere. Yeah, because he probably had freedom over what WWE was telling him to do on commentary. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about the ultimate mouth in wrestling? Is is Kevin Patrick even done with WWE, or is she just out as a commentator? What about uh, Enzo? I thought he was just out as a commentator. See, I'm seeing conflicting reports that he's out with out with WWE, done as a commentator. I hmm. so that's just what I put as the the ticker below us here. <laughs> and JJ saying, "Why not Bobby Stats?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a good one, Joe. Uh, JJ is bring uh, back ties. Okay, from. From what I've got here, and I've got the article that I sent you this morning up, Chris, that he will soon be departing the SmackDown commentary team. Yeah. So it's not that he's necessarily leaving WWE, mm-hmm. but you can promote Vic Joseph and move Kevin Patrick to NXT and just do that trade. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what I was about to say. Just trade him back, let Kevin Patrick maybe get some reps in NXT and mm-hmm. do a little switchy switchy. <laughs> I could get behind that. Or I, I mean, let's go. Let's go completely off the wall, and we'll hire our good friend, Mister Ryan K. Bowman. There you go. <laughs> that would be interesting. Oh. Is Ryan here? He is not. No, Ryan's not in the chat. Um, but yeah, uh, bring back Taz. But I. <laughs> but again, he's Do he's we... not a. A play-by-play guy. He was always the color guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So um, that's that, and see, that's what concerns me. If we were to bring in Taz for color, do we get the cartoony Taz that we've been getting for the last like ten years, 10, 15 years, or do we get the actual good color commentator Taz that we had in the early two thousands? No, you'd get the good one because WWE would be like, "This is the way it is." Yeah. But either way, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to wait and see who uh, WWE picks. Then I guess. Yes, we just had yeah. a rather rather interesting visual of somebody who made their return to WWE TV for the first time in two years on NXT. Are you watching NXT right now? I am. 
I'm not. I turned my TV off so I could focus. Yeah. As we had no, one Re- William Regal on our screens. I miss that guy as a wrestler. I think Regal would actually do decent as a mixture of color and play by play. I we want you do to be the manager of British Strong Style. At me at that one. Guaranteed yeah. that'd be awesome. I I have one thousand percent support you on that one, Parish. Um, but I was also like speaking of the UK, like the UK. What about like going back to their comp, like the commentaries for what they had for NXT UK? Like I'm looking at like maybe like bringing back Andy Shepard in that match, mm-hmm. potentially. Uh, hey, saying hey, come to NXT. Uh, that way you can uh, work on NXT with Booker T. We can bring Vic Joseph up for SmackDown, and then maybe we use Kevin Patrick in more of those backstage uh, roles, kind of like. Maybe the kickoff man. There you go. Right. There's so many possibilities, dude, that it, yeah. it is mind-boggling, really. Well, we'll have, to, we'll have to definitely take a look and see where it all goes from here. Yes, um, and how soon these changes take effect. Like, is it this coming Friday? Is it two weeks from now? Is it two months from now? Yeah, it won't be this coming Friday. That'd be just way too fast. <laughs> I guess unless they're like the order. you know. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're like, "Hey, or, Cole, we need you to, we need you to call SmackDown this Friday." <laughs> or they could just say, "Hey, KO, do can you do both jobs?" And nobody will say anything because everybody would love KO to do it again. Right, yeah. <laughs> KO and CM Punk on commentary on Friday. Holy crap! <laughs> Could you imagine that place would go bananas? Right, because you no. know those guys are going to be super crazy on commentary if they do it. Yeah, they'll be yeah. so over the top. But let's uh, let's move on, gentlemen, to one of the big stories of the day: The Rock. Joining TKO's board of directors as uh, Bubba Duke is giving us uh, the the people's, people's eyebrow, eyebrow, but we'll call it the Bubba's eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, why did he I'm not quite him? familiar with how this all came about? Me neither. Uh, his his business is like booming, and he he has a great ability to bring business together like you look at like some of his deals that he's been able to do um just merging the xfl with the usfl um and then just doing a lot of things with this i believe it's is it seven bucks promotion is that what he calls it yeah i think it is yeah Yeah. some of the things they were able to do like people do not understand how savvy uh dwayne johnson is as a businessman um Oh, he's you can smart. easily say that more people in this world know Dwayne Johnson as an actor than they do a professional wrestler. And mm, this yeah. is a big time get for not only TKO, but also think about how it's going to help WWE with that uh, uh, having him in the board of directors now. He's someone who gets the product, he also understands that end, but he's also able to see what's out there and what's working. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was big on Netflix. When you look at uh, Ballers and uh, other shows that he's done, so skyscrapers, everything, the movies he's done, yeah, 
Yeah. Huge. So it, um, it's really no surprise if they're bringing in Dwayne Johnson as the board of directors. And the first big news you're hearing is the Ron Netflix thing, right? I, like, that's huge. Um, I yeah. didn't go ahead. Oh, now, the other thing is, is now does this put the UFL now, as it's going to be called, under TKO purview? Or are they going to still run that as a separate entity? I think it's just going to be a separate entity. Uh, the Rock uh, also, uh, as I'm looking at the presser that I've seen here, he also managed to secure all rights and likenesses to the Rock name. Yes, yes as he did. well. Okay, but well, here's he, the thing, uh, too. If he was, he was given that by Vince when he left. Yeah. If you didn't see this mm -hmm. coming, you're crazy. I'll tell you that right now. Because, and I'll tell you why, how hard did he push to get himself to buy WWE? Right? And they kind of went, eh, 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 go away. Now that it's TKO and under a brand of the UFC and all that stuff, of course he's been talking to these people to get this shit done. Why wouldn't he? He wants to be involved. He wants to be part of wrestling because he knows he can't do the everyday matches like he used to. So what's the right. best way for him to do it? Hey, I can brand shit. I am the rock. I can sell people socks, dude. Right. I, I can um, do this. And all good points. Um, I am going to, and I'm even going to say this, like his family's legacy, and I'm not trying to bring nepotism into this, now that's actually being acknowledged. Yeah. Um, bringing mm -hmm. in the Samoan dynasty for that legacy into the board of directors. Now, The Rock wasn't the only one named to the board of directors as well. There was another gentleman who bringing the total up to 13. A gentleman by the name of Brad Keywell. Okay, who's Brad Keywell? The CEO of Update Up. The CEO of Uptake Technologies. Okay, that's cool. Um, but does this, you know, is this now, I am going to add this negative. Does this put The Rock into that position for Roman at WrestleMania? Does this allow The Rock to push himself into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that's still I'll a wage about the Hall of Fame. I'll... I'll answer this. I'll answer your question with another question. Was that already a thing to begin with before this even even was a thing? Uh, right. The Rock going in the Hall of Fame. A lot of people would say, one hundred percent anyway. Right. Nobody's yeah, going to be in there Rock anyway. Not being in the Hall of Fame. Everybody wants to see Roman and The Rock at some point. Um, you could be on whatever side of like whether you want Cody or Rock, it doesn't matter. Um, but you want to see Rock and Roman at some point. I think it just legitimizes Roman's title reign at this point when he has a match against the Rock. You but, know what? I'm gonna be honest with you in saying that I don't care about that idea. For me, like I'm a very like I am not you don't a Dwayne you fan. Want. You're not the millions no, you're and right. I'm millions. Um, so can you imagine OMD running WWE and The Rock wants to come in and OMD is like, no, and he loses. He, OMD is going to lose money for sure. <laughs> no, no, I, I would be smarter. No, OMD. <laughs> um, so, no, I don't think The Rock deserves a Hall of Fame induction because he went crying and took his ball to Hollywood. He didn't go um, crying. Have Rye. 
he cry? He took his ball and went to Hollywood because the Vince pressure wanted him in, in Hollywood as much as anybody else. He knew the yeah. money signs Dwayne Johnson in there. Oh, I got to <laughs> I don't know. If, I'm just listen for Raw last night. Did you even know what nepotism meant? Yes. I have to ask. <laughs> yes. It, it's that it's that word of the day toilet paper, man. I'm telling you. It is. It is. <laughs> Oh my god, that's had, awesome! Had, uh, had to be asked. I think I, I just think question. it's it's good for business. It, it is. is. It's 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 actually really good for business. It's actually not specified what he's going to be doing on the board of directors, but he does bring with him a plethora. There's that word again, a plethora of business knowledge. So yes, I know one of the big things that he got going for him is even though she is his ex-wife. His first wife is still his business partner in Seven Bucks, mm. in the UFL, and in a couple of other ventures. Yeah. That so being Danny Garcia. Clanging and banging, yes. baby. Clanging and banging. That's all he does. <laughs> no, and then, like, you, you always... The one thing I'll never discount Dwayne Johnson is he does have... Uh, he has a spot in his heart for the rest of his life for the WWE and for professional wrestling. He does. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's in his bloodline, pun intended, and really, it's just it just is. Yeah. But then the one thing he's able to do is broker WWE and the this and Hollywood and that business He's done it physically. He has surpassed Hulk Hogan as the best crossover between Hollywood and WWE. Oh yeah. He's Hands like down. not even a question. And then now he's in a position to really make that a bigger deal. Imagine if you're somebody like Cody Rhodes and you fin- say he finishes the story and he gets up there in age and he still wants to be a part of wrestling, but maybe he can't do it on a day-to-day scale and he wants to venture into like some projects. Imagine how much easier this bridge and gap can be now with somebody like Dwayne Johnson kind of there making it liable and making him more happy yep. imagine like somebody like john cena who probably wished this was a thing 10 years ago mm-hmm. um and then you're even looking at potential like grayson waller Miz, uh even like i say rhea ripley becky lynch who's been tiptoe or tipping her toes maybe this helps somebody like a sasha banks or mjf come to wwe again quicker because now all of a sudden they have a bridge to do something bigger and more by coming to wwe right i 1000 percent agree with you and i i like that statement there parish for sure um yeah uh i do think the rock uh i also think that the rock also has his pulse on the younger generation so like he knows like what kind of movies they want what kind of entertainment they want so he might be able to help some of these older board of directors get an idea for what they're looking for you know or what and they he already has a really for. and he already has a relationship with the usc he brought the bmf title in which we can all have our opinions on that i but yeah. at the same time, we, it, it's a thing. You know, there was something done about that. And uh, it was well-received internally with the fighters and with the executives. So, right. And it's, you know, it, it is what it is with the fans. But at the same time, like, 
it was a bigger hit than it was a flop, right? And that's all it is. And at the mm. end of the day, that's where you got to look at business. Are more people enjoying it than hating it? And if so, you know, does it does it make sense uh, moving forward? And I, I think this is just something that is going to make WWE bigger. And I have I have a firm belief that this was something in the talks well before uh, even right now and just like this was probably something in the talks when the merger was even brewing oh absolutely and so could you imagine okay now they bring in dwayne johnson what else could they do what else are they able to do because now it just seems like any business deal wwe makes it just makes wwe bigger and it's just like it blows you away now of how much of a conglomerate that not only TKO and the merger, but really essentially what WWE has become. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't even. I, I love the direction that we're going with this, and I'm very excited to see the future of the WWE. I can't even begin to predict what's going to happen as far as the business side of WWE goes there. Right. But uh, let's move on. We're all gamers here, correct? We all like, uh, we all like our video games. Yes. 2K games uh, uh, yesterday released a ton of information on WWE 2K24. Um, I'm going to go through it here. I've got the features listed here. They're bringing back the, uh, they're calling it the Showcase of the Immortals, which is you're going to be playing through the memorable moments of WrestleMania over the last 40 years. Uh, They're bringing in match types. They're bringing back the guest referee casket match. They're bringing in gauntlet matches and ambulance matches as well. They're also going to be including support for multiple wrestlers fighting in backstage brawls, which is something I've wanted, actually. Uh, They're bringing back My Rise, uh, Two different my rises, women and men, as per year, every year. They're bringing back my faction. They're bringing the universe mode. My GM is going to be involved in this. This just makes me incredibly excited for what WWE is doing this year for their game. What do you guys make of this? Um, I'm going to be intrigued. I'll hopefully be watching you play it on your Saturday night gaming. I will be playing it. Um, just because since WWE switched to 2K, I did not like the controls and I've given up on WWE games. Um, so I'll watch you play it more than likely. Um, maybe if it comes free on Xbox Game Pass, Bubba and I can download it. And it's the only way I'm playing it, run it on the (laughs) Boar's Nest for a night. Um, so. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, from what we've seen in terms of the graphics that they've shown us, it looks fantastic. Parrish, you're the only one that hasn't had thought yet? Well, no. No, but I haven't (laughs) talked either. Um, But I want to know, are you able to download music and have your custom entrance themes? This I, this is something I think has been lacking for a while. Not just that, mm-hmm. but also if I want to play as, say, like a Damien Priest or whatever, 
and I'll. Okay, he has his Judgment Day theme, but he also had one before that. Am I going to have multiple themes for someone if I want to go back and like back and forth on that, or are they going to be able to allow me to use some form like past themes? Like, I don't know if I wanted to make uh, X Pac, can I use uh, the X Pac theme? Can I make the X Factor faction? And have the Uncle Cracker song in there. <laughs> Damn. Or, you know what I mean? But, like, mm. get, like, am I able to go back? Because let's just be honest. When you make, make a superstar in that game and you have the choices on music, um, for lack of a better word, they look like the stain on used toilet paper. They're absolutely horrible. Yeah. Right. Um, and again, like, like, um, <clears throat> as I mentioned earlier, like I haven't played a game since they switched to the 2K games. Um, I mean, the, the last time they had custom theme songs was the PS3 version of 2K15. Wow. Because I remember, yeah, you used to be able to upload your own music into it. Now, I wasn't playing online then, mm-hmm. so I was able to use, you know, my own music and stuff that I enjoyed as entrance themes. The one thing I I, I want to see, because last year we got War Games, I, I can guarantee you War Games is coming back this year, but I want to see the WCW version of War Games as well, so that you can have a War Games variant, you know? Right. Um, Parish, I'm with you as well, as far as custom theme songs go, because I really want that too. Um, another thing I want to do, I want to see too, is, uh, the ability to change, to change a wrestler's name. So if a wrestler that's on the game changes their name, like say Butch, who just became Pete Dunn, he's probably going to be Butch in the game. I want to be able to change it so that he's Pete Dunn. Right. That might, he actually, that, that might be something that they've already switched yeah, mm-hmm. it might even just be a downloadable content update, right? Do, but do we remember? Do, do we know the release date for this game yet? By the way, no, no release, no release date yet. Yes, just the release pre- date was given yesterday. No, it wasn't. Yes, just it pre-orders was. was were said. I'm on the 2K site right now, dude. There's no uh, release date. I saw a release date as of yesterday. <laughs> then what is it? Well, that's what I'm looking up. See, I'm looking at March 5th. Okay, yeah. That's the three-day early. So March 8th, it's going to come out officially. I didn't, I don't, I'm sorry, OMD. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, the deluxe edition of 40 Years of WrestleMania edition on 2K24 will be available from March 5th, three days ahead of the standard edition. So the standard edition release date is March 8th, whereas the deluxe edition will be able on March 5th, probably making that your uh, pre-sale. And, uh, okay. Yeah. If it comes free on Game Pass, I will try it. Yep. But I'm not wasting my money on the game that I know for a fact is going to just irate me because it's one of those I considered uh, uh, like in the Mortal Kombat class of just button mashing. Yeah. 
and I spend too much money on my controller to just button mash. The thing yeah, is, though, too, like if, if you play the my GM mode, it, it's a lot of fun. You don't have to button mash. You can really enjoy that aspect. The, the, I think right. that's the, the nice part about uh, what they're doing now is there's a lot of different ways to play the game. Yeah, you're going to want to play the actual matches once in a while, which is fine, but you don't always have to play them. There are other features you can play where you don't have to necessarily do that. Your so-called button mashing. Like, yeah, you don't have to do that on the my my GM. Like in my case, they had a GM thing. So yeah, oh yeah. Well, that, that that's oh, yeah. what uh, when I did the uh, the whole uh, gaming stuff on the last platform, that's all yeah. we did was the my GM, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, you can download the game I on play play I know you did Nobody did. Um, but <laughs> I, I watched it. A lot of people did. <laughs> Should it? No, Let me I didn't have my moment. <laughs> Is that on uh, 2K23? The GM mm-hmm. mode thing? Yeah, yeah I yep. will, maybe I'll download it. On it, 2K, and try it. it was on the last two games. I didn't know. I don't pay. Literally, dude, they would say 2K, WWE 2K. I'd tune it out. Yeah, so I'd find something else to do. If you're, if you're not watching to see if it's growing, how can you say it sucks? <laughs> Again, because it's under that button mashing category for me. See, and for me, it falls under that under that annual release game like Madden, like NHL, and it's just there isn't a whole lot done to improve the games. From one year to okay, the but OMD, I'm gonna fight you on this one because every year they actually do rebuild the game from the ground up as opposed to what EA Sports does. I'll so. put it this way if it's free, like 2K23, if it's free on GamePad, I will download it and I will try it. Therefore, I may end up, if I enjoy it, I may end up getting 2K424. How's that? Is that fair? I'll give That's it an fair. honest try. What? what okay, uh, question. When it, if when it's like that on the Game Pass, do you get all the everything? The function? Okay. Like I, I didn't know. I'm legit asking. But, yeah. yeah. Literally, Game Pass is literally you get the entire game. If it's just okay. the standard edition, you get just the standard edition. If it's the ultimate edition, then you get the everything that comes with the ultimate edition. Yeah. Okay. So I will <laughs> yeah. try 2K. 23 if it's free yeah. give it an honest honest go i might even do it on the boar's nest when this guy's busy usually if try. they do a 2k game it's just the you know your general edition your standard, standard edition. edition yeah so i'll even go check on my on my app if if it's a game and i'll i'll load up and download it right now yeah so uh, it's going to be released on Basically, all the platforms. It's going to come to Steam, PS5, PS4, uh, micro, uh, Xbox XS, Xbox One. So, yeah, it's going to be released just about everywhere. And Bobby Stats saying that he hopes he can get WWE 2K24. There's nothing saying that you can't because I just said it's going to be on all platforms. <laughs> yep. Well, money-wise, you know. Yeah, but no, I, I'm looking forward to this. Um, what I do when I play the game, Bubba, too, something that you might be intrigued about, too, is I play the WWE Universe mode, and in there, you can kind of create your own stories, book your own matches, 
you get similar to GM, but you get to you can physically play the matches as well. I don't know if you can do that on GM Parish, can you? Or is it just watch the matches? I can't remember. Uh no, you can I think you just watch the matches. I don't know if you can play the matches. You might mm-hmm. no, it's it's been such a long time, I really don't know. Um, yeah, but I think I think you just watch the matches, or you can simulate. You're right. All right, so uh, let's move on to uh, let's uh, talk about the elephant in the room here. The big story of the day: WWE headed to Netflix. Yes, in the in the US, they are only going to get Raw. On, uh, on Monday nights, as Nick Khan had stated, for the time being, he says, though. Um, but everywhere else, can- uh, Canada, Mexico, and I think the UK was mentioned in there, are going to get Raw, NXT, SmackDown, all the pay- and the tentpole pay-per-views, it said, for uh on netflix so that's going to be royal rumble wrestlemania and survivor series were specifically mentioned in the article i read um what do you guys make of this move bold very Um, bold i like it um i had hoped it would be prime but it's bold um as we discussed earlier too as i sent you those with the ad free tier will get it commercial free. Mm-hmm. So you will see the headlocks and the chin locks and the rest everything of everything they do on commercial. Yeah. But w- will we see that? Really? That's what if it, they're going to, if they're going to start doing that as current, because you know, they're going to start being like, okay, they, they're paying for no non-commercial. Uh, our viewers are paying for the non-commercial tier, so are we really going to see those spots, or are we just going to see like straightforward wrestling with no rest spots or very little rest spots? I, I think you might see like the, the company's ads. You know how we get like live event ads and stuff like that. I still think you're yeah. going to get those things, like the, the like Scott Stanford stuff. Like you might still get that. Um, it is bold because basically what you're doing is you're taking away the money you make on commercials now. Uh, right. Yeah. So you're you're but Un- at the same time, unless you're getting yeah, like, you're getting some billions coming your way though. Yeah. So I don't know mm-hmm. if they're really losing money on that aspect, but yes. what they are doing though is they are changing how you watch it, but they're also ahead of the curve a little bit. Is it bold? Yes, but at the same time. The WWE Network was bold. The WWE Network mm-hmm. was their tryout phase to streaming, and it did quite well with a lot of people. My issue is, is you're going to have times where Netflix is down. Is that going to be on a Monday when Raw's on? Then that's going to be an issue, and that's something that that you're going to have to work hard to get going. Not right. to mention, you said. For the U.S., that's how you're going to watch Raw. Well, right now, you're still paying Peacock in the U.S. to watch the premium live events. So you have to have mm-hmm. that subscription. You're going to have that subscription for Netflix to watch SmackDown. And then you need a subscription 
to watch or to watch Raw, sorry, and then you need a subscription to watch SmackDown and NXT. So you're going to be paying for a lot of subscriptions, and you you might get some angry people saying, "I want to consume this product a little simpler and easier, please." Can I not spend say forty dollars a month on subscriptions just to consume one product? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I'm reading here, I've got this article up, and according to CNBC's Alex Sherman, those who opt for the ad-free subscription plan will experience Raw in a unique, uninterrupted format. Given that it is traditionally structured around commercial breaks, this means ad-free subscribers will enjoy continuous wrestling action in place of standard ads. And in his tweet on it, or in his X post or whatever it is, uh, you'll get non-important match action, sustained headlocks instead of commercials. You will not get ads. Huh. Now, so I, better- I, I want to ask this. Raw is three hours. Now, we get roughly 45 minutes of commercials in that three-hour stretch, right? Maybe a little bit more. How do you now make it a solid three-hour product uninterrupted? Ask the wrestler. Yo, Keith, I got it. (laughs) Imagine how many more people are going to get screen time now. How many more people are going to have segment times to make their feuds more emotionally invested? Imagine how much more in-ring time we're going to see in some matches now. I think that's exactly how you do that. You're going to increase what you're doing already. You're going to expand some things, and you're also going to add the superstars in. So say you watch a three-hour show, and you're like, oh, crap, with everything we have going on, maybe we didn't get enough time for Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark. Well, now you do because you're just scooping back up 45 minutes of possible time. So there you go. You will lot 10 minutes over to Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler, whether it's a match, segment, whatever. Mm-hmm. You now can make your feuds, your matches more enjoyable because you're now giving them more time to breathe. I think that's what you're doing. You're letting your show breathe even more. Okay. And the other thing coming out of this is Raw is staying on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. As I already said, for the time being, that's those were Nick Khan's exact words. Um, but I got to ask, how does this affect live event promotions? Because in Canada, we get promoted, we get promotions for the Canadian live events, and in the U.S., I know that each state gets certain markets. Uh, they get live event promotions for the certain markets they're in. So that's that's what I'm curious about how that's going to work. I would be surprised to to see a scrolling ticker much like we have. Um, Like they've run on NXT in the past. Also, I I wouldn't be surprised if maybe their social media uh, adds that more in now. Like it becomes more of a thing with uh, all their social media sites, what their website uh, especially. Um, Maybe there's going to be more sponsors coming in. Um, Mm. And maybe because you're still going to be able to watch wwe on sportsnet in canada that's not going to change 
right? So Sportsnet's still going to play your Canadian live events. That we don't know because there were people that asked about that and nobody was able to give any info on that. Because I don't think the Canadian television deal is up at the same time as the Americans. Right. I think Hmm. that's why. Um, But I don't think there is a a reason to change for some areas. I believe what Netflix is doing is allowing multiple countries to see the live product in a live form. Um, But you're still going to get maybe Netflix ads with WWE now and their live event stuff. So if you do watch programming that has ads, some of those ads could now be WWE ads, and you're going to yeah. see Elimination Chamber this Sunday or this Saturday. Oh, in your area, because maybe they'll say, oh, this person is in uh, Kentucky. So they're like, oh, upcoming shows with WWE in Kentucky are, and then they'll play that. Yeah. Okay. So it would be just a matter of like Netflix detecting your IP and then marketing to where your area is, you know? I don't I don't think the the information's going to change on uh on the like you're still going to get your update, it's just going to change on how you view it. That's mm-hmm. all. And just like the product is you're going to see an evolution on the ability and how to view your content we yes. all, we're already yeah. in that evolution phase yes right yeah. so like um now there go ahead bubba sorry i was just gonna say um yeah i it, it's a big thing for wwe it's a big thing for netflix it's a big thing for the consumer uh who cares where you get it from as long as you're watching wrestling and you're enjoying wrestling i don't care where it comes from yeah to right. be honest um now we I have mean, run into this other question of what happens in that transition from October to January when the deal on USA is up in the, in the States. Oh, they still continue doing what they're doing. They just uh, tell you, Hey, next week starting uh, or starting so-and-so or whatever date they're going to be starting Monday night raw is going to be moving to Netflix. It's no different from when the, the network became a thing, right? They had their date. They're gonna they're gonna make it well known. They're gonna advertise it on their uh, platform easily. Right. If you ha- if if you haven't adjusted to that, I mean, really, that's on you. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you still want to watch the product and you haven't made that adjustment, that, that is on you. They are letting you know, and they will let you know Why? because they want you to adjust. They don't want you to be in the spot where, oh, I haven't made that adjustment yet no no right they do because they do want you to watch that is anybody who says well uh, they're making it hard for you to watch really a business like them is going to make things difficult for you to watch right. i don't think so that's not how they want to do business um it's just going to be maybe complicated at times because right you have so many shows with so many other uh, deals on how to view it. And there's going to be a time where it all just becomes simple, simple for you. 
It will. Right. It's just not right away. And I uh, I even watched uh, somebody on uh, on Instagram say like, oh, I got to pay this subscription for this, pay this subscription for that. And it's a lot of subscriptions for one product. And it is. Right, right. now it is. But I guarantee over time, those subscriptions will diminish and eventually you will watch everything on one platform. It's just a matter of time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm a little worried about this because uh, myself, because I'm a person of low income. So I know that I have to fork out the money for Netflix in order for us to continue to doing to, in order for me, at least to continue doing the raw watch along, along with you boys. Cause right. I know that would, that's still going to happen regardless of wherever raw ends up, you know? Right. But that only, that only is going to become an issue if the Canadian network like Sportsnet, that we do uh, watch our content, if it right. stops airing on that. And I don't think right mm. now it will. I, I really don't think it will initially because I don't think yeah. the television deal in Canada ends well, even, I think even if it, even if it doesn't, I'm probably I'll probably still get Netflix regardless, so that I have a backup option, right? In case my cable decides to go out or whatever, you know. Well, <laughs> and let's be honest, we're all gonna have a thing, or we're just gonna be like, hey, here's their password, here's their thing, watch it. Yeah, we we uh, we, 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 we we help each other out here. Yeah, Come on. yeah. I will be yeah. getting a Netflix subscription and canceling my Prime so that I have the backup. I'm actually hoping that with Netflix, I'll be able to stay caught up. Yeah, Netflix doesn't have screen share anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, always um, around, and I, I, I say this: <laughs> always a solution to every problem. You just yeah. have to find what it is you just have to find it yeah we just if, just have to no find mission it. is right, impossible Irish. the movies are only named that that's the most ironic part about the movie the movie's called mission impossible but somehow the mission always gets done so right is it really impossible no 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 <laughs> No, you're right about that, Parish. And uh, that's that's pretty much all our news stories for today. So I want to move on to I'm going to call this turnbuckle extra from now from here on. We're going to talk about our Royal Rumble predictions. Okay, and before we do that, I'm going to hit the locker room. Oh, do we have a <laughs> locker room visit on I mean. turnbuckle talk? <laughs> well, maybe. Awesome. Uh, boom. Got a flash oh. up on the show for the first time ever. There you go. I'll take a minute here too and give me a second. All right. So we got Bubba going away too. We got to take a Bubba dump right now. A Bubba dump. Bubba's ah. going to duke it out with John 316. People get it. People get it. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay, but as they're going in, what are you excited about for the Royal Rumble? Let, let's kind of let's call this little audible, shall we? First, before we go predictions, I, what are we so, knowing? What's already announced? What are we the most excited for? And I'm gonna pair. Doesn't matter with what's announced. Doesn't matter what's announced for me. The Royal Rumble matches are 
always would excite me. What I'm the Royal Rumble matches doesn't matter who's in it, doesn't matter who's uh, slated to win, whether or not it's an obvious one or an inobvious one. The Royal Rumble match as a whole sells me already on the show. Bubba Duke, what are you most excited about for the Royal Rumble this Saturday over what's already been announced? Um, I'm kind of excited to see who's going to win the Women's Royal Rumble because I've got like half of them that could win it. You know what I mean? Like, that's just they're so strong in the women's division right now that it's just hard to pick who. Um, it's for the go ahead. What I was just gonna say that that's something I love about this year's Royal Rumble, even with the men's, you could actually find a reason why multiple people could win. It's yeah, not like, just a guarantee this year. Like last year, going going into it, I I knew Cody and Rhea were winning. Like, yeah, but I still wanted to see yeah. the moment. I still wanted to see it. So they got me with that. Yeah. But this year it's almost a crap it, shoot. And you have a lot of people that you'll be yes. happy if they want it. So it's very intriguing on that end. Um yeah, like we've got men. I have like we've got Bobby stats. Oh, go ahead, Bobby. We've got Bobby stats coming in and saying, I'm looking forward to seeing which NXT wrestlers could be in the Royal Rumble match. And that's something that excites me too, is the uh I wouldn't say like official call-ups, but the the Royal Rumble is like a test to see who can hang and bang yeah. with the main roster guys. And I'm excited to see who that could be this year. I wanted it to be Braun Breaker for the men's last year, but we didn't get that. So I think it could be Braun this year. I don't think so. I think I don't Braun see could, come up. I could. Um, I think obviously Carmelo Hayes could be somebody in there, and right now he still is technically an NXT superstar. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, with him appearing on multiple editions of SmackDown, I think it's clear that he's going to eventually be a full-time SmackDown guy. Um, yeah, I think for the women's Lia Valkyria uh, is a very strong shot. Roxanne Perez, I think, is another shot. They're very high on her. Um, yep. Ro uh, and, Roxanne was in last year's Rumble, so why yeah. not? Well, know? I mean, Indy Hartwell was in last year's as well as an NXT uh, superstar. Um, and, so uh, was um, Zoe Stark. Yep. Yep. I think you're uh, looking at, I think, Andre Chase and Duke Hudson. As we see them on the screen right now. Yeah. I, I would say maybe one, not both. I think for the men, you might see less NXT inclusion. I think you might see it more in the women's just because there yeah. are more men uh, on the roster. Whereas I think, and I think, I think that's why. I think we get uh, for the women, you because we're looking at Chase U for a, a bit of a little bit of a comedy spot. I think we get Thea Hale coming in to the rumble. Okay. But let's uh let's let's break down some of the matches here. Let's break down. Let's start off with Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. United States title on the line. Fantastically built story to this match. I'm looking forward to it cuz you know KO is going to pull a great match out of Logan Paul. Logan yep. Paul has been able to do great matches with others in the past. Um I don't see this as the show stealer of the night, but it's going to be pretty close. Uh who do you guys got winning? 
uh, coming out uh, the victor in this one. I hate to say it just because I want to see KO win, but I think Logan Paul will. Bubba? KO. I'm going with my boy. He's going to whoop <laughs> some ass. I, I know a lot of people don't like Logan Paul, but I think you have to keep it on Logan Paul for right now. And I think the reason why you got to do it is because Logan Paul carrying that title into wrestling. A lot of people don't know Logan Paul's doing a really great job of making that U.S. title uh, something to be seen away from WWE. Yes. Uh, with some of the stuff that he's doing, especially with his prime uh, energy, there's he's doing a good job of advertising and making you hate the fact that he's U.S. champion. And because of mm. that, you do want to see somebody like KO punch him in the mouth. Um, <laughs> but at the same yeah. time, I think KO is the perfect person to help make Logan Paul more credible as a heel champion. Yeah. And, and I do think you might see people like uh, Austin Theory and Grayson Waller kind of come out to prevent Kevin Owens. Might see yep. that trio kind of form. Because I do think WrestleMania come in, your match is going to be LA Knight defeating Logan Paul for that US title. Yeah. So I'm taking Logan and Paul. I'm... I think he's going to cheat to win or get some dirty interference. Thus, maybe we might see some help on the KO side. Right. Yeah. I tend to agree. I, I agree with you 1000% on this one, Parrish, because. Uh, I mean, look at how he gained the U.S. title. He gained it through nefarious actions. He defended it against Ray and won with outside interference. Logan Paul is a sneaky little bastard, so that's how I think he's going to fucking keep Okay, the but at the time, the interference came from Ray's side, not from Logan Paul's. Right. True. So... He well, was more I mean, of a Johnny on Logan the Paul's spot. Bu Logan Paul's buddy left that. Uh, yeah, Lo Logan Paul's buddy left that uh, brass knocks on on the ring or uh, tried no, to didn't. get in. Is what I mean. He didn't. He no, dropped he didn't. Them. It was Santos that left them on the ring. Yeah, it was Santos yeah. who put it on there to chase him off, which then yeah. created a turn. So it it was really somebody on Ray's side that inadvertently helped him. Or was like the reason why he lost, but. At the same time, it was is a very smart, dickish way. He still yeah. he still hit him with brass nuts. He still did that, but I mean, it's no different from how Eddie Guerrero won some matches. So I mean, I yeah. I don't hate it, but at the same time, I mean, you gotta respect the fact that he at least he took the advantage. And he rolled with it. Not a lot of guys are good enough to do that. Yep. You know what would really surprise me? Like, I still got Logan Paul winning, but imagine if Logan Paul actually won clean. No, you cannot do that to KO. <laughs> uh uh. uh, -uh. Just... Nope. <laughs> well, I was thinking about this too. Like, even if you got Logan Paul. Do buddies, KO dirty like that? Come on. 
another th- another scenario that I just thought of too is what if you got Logan Paul's buddies coming out, Grayson Waller, Austin Theory also or could also make the run in. What if Sami Zayn comes in and helps out, tries to help that's, KO in some way? That's where I would have gone with Parrish's saying maybe KO gets some help if Austin Theory and Grayson Waller come out. Yeah. See, I'm thinking he's going to get help on the SmackDown side, and it could be British Strong Style. Okay. Okay, I like that too. Um, but yeah, I I I do think Logan Paul is going to win. I do think we get LA Knight and Logan Paul at WrestleMania, where LA Knight finally ascends that next step and becomes the U.S. champion. Right. Um. But moving on, let's move on and uh, talk Royal Rumble. Let's talk the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, let's talk about uh, we're gonna. Uh, who are your surprise? Who do you think will be the surprise entrances? Who do you got winning? What do you guys see? Starting with you, OMD. I have Alexa Bliss as a surprise entrant, along with potentially a Carmella, as we discussed last night. I have Bailey winning it. Um, and I think one of the things that you won't see in either rumble is the iron person. You're not going to see somebody start at number one and last to number 30. I think you might see one person last, you know, one through 10, but that's probably going to be the longest you see somebody last this year. I, uh, I'm going to, oh yeah, no, let's go to him. Bobby Stats coming in and uh, saying Dakota Kai is uh, his pick to win the Royal Rumble. Is she even cleared to wrestle yet? I'm uh, not she's, sure. I think she is. I think the whole is she or is she, isn't she cleared thing is blurred because nobody has come out and officially said it. I think the reason for that is we're going to see something happen at Royal mm-hmm. Rumble with this. Right. Um, I wouldn't, I'm not going to go there and pick Dakota Kai. Although I could see Dakota Kai eliminating Bailey. Bobby, I love your pick. Dakota Kai is probably my favorite woman on the roster. Probably made the biggest impact all year, regardless of the fact that she was injured. So I love the pick. But I got Bailey. Bubba Duke, who uh, do you got? Bailey. What, what about uh, surprise surprise entrances that you'd like to see? I really don't care because it doesn't matter who shows up. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, unless you're doing something bigger, with the storyline and damage control, uh, I'm I think Bailey's the lock to win. But if you have something bigger to help escalate that story, I don't think you need Bailey to win. Mm-hmm. Like if you have something in that rumble happen that really is a thing, like if Dakota Kai comes in and she's the one that tosses Bailey out, and now Bailey's like, what the hell? my own faction turns on me, that's a huge curveball in that story. 
which then brings out, okay, well, maybe Bailey could win the Elimination Chamber and fight her way into that championship match at WrestleMania. We right. can go a different route, right? which then could allow somebody like Becky Lynch to maybe win and then have that Rhea Ripley match. Here's the thing. What if if Jay Cargo debuts and wins? She'd what be the first we- woman to do that. <laughs> yep. Well, technically, didn't Ric Flair debut in the Rumble? Chris Best did no. say the first woman to do that. Uh, Ric Flair did not debut in the Royal Rumble. Ric Flair debuted uh, just before Survivor Series of 91. Okay. Um, but uh, another person, as we were talking hmm. about making an impact, I think former Impact Women's or Knockouts Champion Trinity, Naomi, I think she'll be a surprise entrant in the Rumble. I think we're going to see Trish Stratus be an entrant in the Rumble. Yep. Um, I have a uh, an intriguing suspicion that we might see another female who doesn't currently work in the company uh, go, and I'm going to leave it as vague as possible because I kind of want people to speculate on who I'm thinking about. Um, but yeah, it's gotta be karma. No, uh, <laughs> that's some <laughs> bad karma. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to just put it out there. I think AJ Lee's in the rumble. Oh okay. yeah. I've been, I've been saying that since punk's return as well. Uh, but Parrish, who do you have winning the Royal rumble? Like who's your, who's your top pick to win it? I, I, I think it's Bailey, but at the same time, I do think they're gonna. So I think they could, uh, throw, they could throw us a giant curveball and have uh, like Dakota Kai, Oscar, or somebody eliminate Bailey. I'm now almost, I'm kind of almost hoping that's the case because if we see somebody really do that to Bailey, I am now more on Bailey's side for revenge than I would be if she wins. Right. Because she got royally you-know-what now. Mm-hmm. And she didn't deserve that. But and how about I, the I, fact I, I that see. just... How about the fact that just last night on Raw, she got attacked by Nia Jax. Where was the rest of Damage Control? Because they were all there. Yep. Well, that, And that's just it. Like, you got to pick up the Easter eggs and then see, okay, where's this bunny at, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that's just it. Like, these things are, these things matter in the story. And then maybe, just maybe, we're seeing these Easter eggs because there's something larger happening. Um, there's always those little stories in the Rumble that eventually come out. And this could be one. Just yeah, like I so, think we're going to see Jade Cargill throw Bianca Belair out of, of the rubble. And that could yeah. lead to Bianca and Jade now, because we're not going to get Charlotte and Jade because Charlotte's gone. Yeah. Um, but for me, I'm with you guys. I got Bailey as my winner. I got two picks for my winners, actually. And cop I out. got Bailey. What's that? I said cop out. Well, here, it's 
hey, I'm running the show here. I'm allowed to do it. <laughs> um, I've got Bailey and a surprise returning Liv Morgan uh, possibly winning it. Liv Morgan, in the past several years, she's been extremely impressive as far as performances go in the Royal Rumble. But on Bailey's side, I've got... Uh, I, I was watching the 2009 Royal Rumble and we saw in that match, Randy Orton won that match. We saw, but throughout that match, we saw him, Ted Jr. and Cody Rhodes dominate as a, as a stable throughout the whole match. Legacy just having their hands involved on just about everything that happened in that Rumble. What if we got the same thing with damage control and we came down to the final five and maybe... Maybe that's where Bailey gets thrown out is in that final five. But or we see a division where um Io Sky, Kyrie Sane, and Oscar are all on one side. We got Dakota Kai and Bailey on the other. Imagine if our final six is Dakota Kai, Oscar, and Eo against Bailey, Mercedes, and Naomi. Holy cow. So Dakota Kai is completely gone at this point. If she's in the rumble, we'll say. Just yeah, just imagine if her final six are is that. Or even your yeah. final five is like, okay, you got the former WWE women's tag team uh, champion in Sasha and uh Trinity or Naomi. Mm-hmm. And then you have Bailey and then two members of damage damage control. Well, you have a torn Bailey because she's also you're pulling on her heartstrings. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you're pulling on Bailey's heartstrings at this point. Yeah, because it's her best friends versus her vision. Right, and it, and it's like, ooh, where do you go? And it really reminds you of KO and Sami Zayn at that point. Yeah. Now imagine this though, because the night before, uh, we've got uh, we're gonna have Kyrie Sane and Oscar challenging for the tag titles against uh casey squared what if they win the tag titles that night and then we see mercedes and saw uh naomi corner them or on the on opposite side saying hey we never lost the women's tag titles hmm. well i mean no i don't I think get, you can I, 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 I get i would say cop out on that reasoning because yeah uh, i wouldn't just it's easy I to say you never lost think it they just because, fucking quit the company yeah yeah walked out. it's not that you didn't lose them you quit i mean they had their reasons sure but yeah i mean just, at the end of it, and, and just throwing it out there you know as a possible scenario like, even if we're doing something around Bailey and and that it's already showing that your biggest story coming out of the rumble isn't necessarily the winner it's Bailey so that means right. Bailey is the talk of the town for that show so i think already mm-hmm. everyone's assumption something's going to happen big with Bailey in that match whether it's a big story or she then or she doesn't wins the whole thing now, uh, for some surprise entrance, I, I've got, like, as I'm watching her on the screen, I think Blair Davenport could be a possible call-up from NXT to take part in the Rumble. Roxanne Perez. Um, Jade Cargill is going to be an obvious one. I think she is showing up in the Rumble. No way fans are butts about that. 
Um, trying to think of uh, some uh, some impact women that could show up as well. It wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Mickey James to come back, even though I know she's doing things with OVW right now. Well, she's doing a production thing. She ain't doing an yeah. in-ring wrestling thing. And that's I'll, true. I'll, and I, and I'll, I'm certain I'll that Al Snow would be like, yeah, go right ahead and do it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it could it could be insane. And like it, it could be more internal of a rumble than what we think. And I wouldn't hate it. Uh, we're mm-hmm. just all always looking at, okay, what are the surprises? And I'm sure we'll get at least two to three. But the yeah. one big thing we will probably get is Jay Cargill making that debut, in-ring debut. What is she going to like? wear? What is her theme song going to be? How is she going to be presented? Are they going to do something big? That's a big thing if uh, she's in there because a lot of questions about Jay Cargill in WWE are, are still there because it's been a while. What, yeah. like, what are the plans? The rumble is obvious. And see, these are the similar things uh, that went through my brain for the 96 Royal Rumble when Vader made his debut at that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's move on. Let's talk Fatal 4-Way. Roman Reigns, LA Knight, AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Undisputed universal title on the line. Who do you guys got taking it? Roman. Roman. Yeah, I tend. I, I go ahead, Parrish. Sorry, no, Roman. It, it's uh, I, I said Roman. Um, yeah, it's the most obvious match on the card. Yeah, it, it very much is. Um, I do think that we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get a hell of a match out of these four guys, regardless of who wins or not. Um, the least likely choice in that four, though, for me is AJ Styles. Which is kind of sad to say, given uh, AJ's stature within the company, I suppose you could say. See, he doesn't, to me, he doesn't have that stature. He's now become that Dolph Ziggler, the, you know, the guy that's going to take nine losses out of ten matches. But Um, anytime he's in a big match, you could still believe that he deserves to be in that match, right? Oh, absolutely. Um. So for me, actually, the guy with the weakest value in this match is L.A. Knight. Because he's sort of been relegated now in as part of the sideshow goings on when this whole whole thing boils down to Randy Orton and Roman Reigns. L.A. Knight and AJ Styles are now the sideshow. And they're just there for the sake of being there. Yeah, but when we thought it was going to be LA and AJ going one on one, we still looked at that as a big match, you know. We did, yeah. and I, I, I don't probably would have seen as a double DQ. I, I don't think anybody's being relegated, but I do think obviously there are people that are being more favored in this match. You, mm-hmm. it's it's obvious that we can't count out a guy like Randy Jordan matches. How can? You? No. That's the most decorated superstar in this match. Yeah. So how can you just say he doesn't have a shot? He's also the guy that just returned out of the four. So yeah, um, he's still the hot thing. He's still 
okay, what do we do? He still hasn't taken a loss on the like a true loss yet. Right. Um, that could change if he is the guy that Roman pins for the title. Imagine if he's the guy Roman beats for the title. What does that say about how they view the LA Knights and the AJ Styles in this match right. if they're not the ones who take it? I think that's a telling statement, and I think that is a very protective statement about, hey, we still have things planned for these two. Mm-hmm. I would like to see LA Knight be someone who is everyone's favorite after this match. If he's okay, the now, one that the fans are going for, I think that's a bigger story than anything. Yeah, I'm so gonna, you would... Sorry, go ahead, OMD. I'm going to ask this. Do we see the OC return to their heel roots and maybe have Gallows and Anderson cause some interference beat down LA Knight, maybe beat down Randy Orton so that AJ doesn't necessarily have to take the loss, but you can fully transition them all to heel and then actually utilize them on the shows. So I can actually see them showing up somewhere in the match, but not necessarily to interfere on AJ's behalf because we all know Roman Reigns likes to have interference finishes. Right. So let's say Solo and... Uh, Jimmy make their fucking presence felt in the match. Then suddenly we see Carl Anderson and Luke Gallo show up to stop that from happening. Okay. Thus I think we might see the match more legit. legit. I think we might see the heels come out, Solo and Jay, or Jimmy, sorry, come out to help Roman. I think the OC comes out. I think we actually see tension with AJ and, and the Good Brothers. I think they are destined to be split up. I don't think there's going to be plans to using them together moving forward. I think AJ isn't going to be viewed as a heel much longer, whereas I think I could see the OC doing it, and I think they're going to turn on AJ and take him out. And I really think the mo- the money play here. Is just when we think Solo, because I think Solo is going to take Randy out in some way. And I have mm-hmm. a feeling we might see Jimmy and Jay do something at, in, in, at the Royal Rumble in, in some way, shape, or form, whether it's in the men's match or here. That would leave then Randy and AJ. So if the OC takes out AJ, I think that could be more your definitive why a guy like AJ takes the fall here. Thus, then, protecting LA Knight, he's not taking the pin, but he gets caught and everything, but he's not the one uh, Roman beat. Yeah, but I could see LA Knight in that match. Like you said, Parrish, like you still want to keep LA strong coming out of this match. So maybe he's the one that gets a bunch of those close pinfalls where he thinks he's going to win the belt, but he doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Bubba, what are your thoughts on this match so far? Like, what have you got going on? I Like I said, I think Roman's going to win. Uh, it doesn't matter who he pins, he's taking the win. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. But I, I, I do think that this Fatal 4-Way 
aside from the men's rumble, could be the show stealer of the night. I think it could be the main event, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I really do. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to agree there. But uh, speaking of the men's rumble, let's move right along to the men's Royal Rumble match. I mean, we've seen a lot of heavy emphasis on the top guys who could take it on Raw over the last several weeks. Who do you guys got? I have two. Okay. Um, <laughs> Drew McIntyre. I, just because I like the guy. Mm -hmm. And Gunther. Most likely Gunther. That's my first. But, I mean, Drew McIntyre is my guy. So, I, I have to pick him. OMD. All right. Uh, OMD. Um. <laughs> You're, you're thinking uh, I, real hard on that I, one. I am. I am because I really don't know. I'm going to take Gunther. Um, I'd love to see him win it. Um, like I said earlier, I don't think you're going to see an Iron Man in, in the Rumble unless you're going to see somebody that they are looking to give a significant push to throughout the rest of the year. But who knows? Um, so I will take Gunther on this one. Um, as for a surprise, Brock. It's kind of weird that he hasn't been uh, talked about as far as being in the Rumble, right, OMD? <laughs> yep. Uh, Parrish, who do you who, who I, I do think you Brock Lesnar is going to be in. I think Brock Lesnar's in the Rumble. In fact, the more I think about it, the more I think it makes more sense that Brock Lesnar's the one that eliminates Gunther in the match. Therefore, Gunther now is mad at Brock. And then you have your match at WrestleMania. Um, mm -hmm. ooh, okay. I have, a, I still have a feeling Damian Priest is cashing in on Seth. So I'm, I'm leaning towards more, okay, how do we fit Kobe Rhodes and CM Punk? I think it's really coming down to those two guys. I want to think if if Seth is hurt, you might want to just halt on CM Punk and winning the Rumble. Just because who does he slot at WrestleMania if it's not Seth? You could say Cody Rhodes based on what we saw last night on Raw, but I think Cody Rhodes has a legit shot of joining some category of back-to-back -back winners here. And I wouldn't be surprised. I would love Gunther. Give me somebody new. Give me somebody fresh. But at the same time, how much more interesting is that story when Cody Rhodes keeps fighting for it? Yeah, and I mean... I'm in the by the numbers promo last night, they did talk about the back-to-back -back winners, the only ones being Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, and then they hinted at Cody possibly being able to do it. And uh, I think Cody Rhodes does it. The more I think about it, the more I think it makes more sense with Cody Rhodes winning it. Because you can write off good storylines for everyone else. 
Okay, but who do you go with uh, for Punk at Mania? Because you have to have Punk on that card. Drew McIntyre. It, it's a match that's right there. It is. You have mm-hmm. that's on. It's your. I think that's your backup plan. I don't think it's your first plan. But if Seth can't go, and you don't, and you want to do Cody with Roman in some fashion, you got to look at okay, what's next? And I think Drew McIntyre and CM Punk makes a lot of sense. And here's going to be the caveat. If Seth Rollins is out and he can't defend that title, you can add Damian Priest and make that a triple threat main event match for the World Heavyweight title at WrestleMania. Okay, and I'm I, still sold on it. I'm going to throw out another name. If depending on who he defends against at Vengeance Day, but what about Dragonov? Versus Punk at WrestleMania. I don't think Dragonoff is appearing at Mania. Remember, no, they're standing yeah. to deliver too around WrestleMania time. That's right. the next big NXT thing. So I don't see Dragonoff could be a surprise entrant in the Rumble, and I think that would be really cool because I think one of the cool moments we could have outside of Brock and Gunther could be Dragonoff and Brock Lesnar. I just put that in your head. Didn't I? Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and you won. I wouldn't also be opposed to Dragonoff, <laughs> and I, I also wouldn't be opposed to Dragonoff and Gunther having a face off in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, uh, my pick—it's been my pick since last year. I got to go with Gunther as well, with Cody being my backup pick. He's not my second. He's not my top two pick. He's just. Hey, it's my show. I can run. I'll run. I'll I'll do it the way I want to do it. <laughs> You're like a um, guy with two favorite sport teams, just to make sure your team's always going to win. Actually, yeah, because in the NHL, I do yeah, have one Canadian. Yeah, I know. I know. You're that guy. I wasn't pointing to. Yeah, because <laughs> in the NHL, I have one Canadian team, one American team. I like so. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I've got. I've got Gunther taking it. It wouldn't surprise me if he did take it. I do want to see I do want to see Brock Lesnar and him. But what if it's Gunther that throws out Brock Lesnar at the same time? And thus Brock gets pissed off. I don't know how you would get to Brock and Gunther, but somehow you probably would get could get there. Um Well, you've hmm. had a, a series of whoever throws Brock Lesnar out and the yep. does tend to face him at WrestleMania. That's why yeah, I, yeah, I mean, what happens if it's a complete opposite this time? And now Brock Lesnar fit, like, looks at Gunther as that big guy. And he has yeah, something I was, that he wants, right? Yeah, because, I mean, you got that with Goldberg. Or, you got that You got that with, uh, well, actually, Brock Lesnar threw Goldberg out that year. Goldberg, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, all prime yeah. examples of that have been recent. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's out there. We're on the same wavelength. I think we do think it's Gunther and Brock for the IC title at Mania. How can you yeah. not do that if it's out there? If Brock Lesnar isn't in the Rumble, I think Gunther is a legit shot at winning winning it. But I think if he's yeah. there, you've got to pull the trigger on that match. But I also do like the idea of Cody or Punk winning. But again, because of Seth Seth's injury, it feels like a lot of things are up in the air for this match right now, you know? 
How many of you guys have seen uh, the football movie with Kevin Costner as the general manager of the Cleveland Browns called Draft Day? I've heard of the movie. haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah, same. So he... So give you a backstory. He had the seventh overall pick. He made a trade to get up to one, and he had no idea. Uh, everybody had no idea what to do because they thought he was going to take the obvious thing. Um, and he took someone by the name of Vontae Mack. He was a defensive player. He left his co- his house at the beginning of the movie with a piece, like a folded up post-it note. And said, Vontae, no matter what. One ounce of Triple H has a no matter what. Going into this rumble. And he's throwing the Drew. He's throwing you the CM Punk. He's throwing you the, the Cody Rhodes. He's throwing you all these potentials that could see. And that's just his way of saying, look how awesome this product can be. Because we have all mm. these options. And we're just not giving it to you like the other guys do. What if I have a vision all along, but I distort this vision by giving you all this other filter, all this other stuff, so when the vision does come to play, you don't see it coming. Right. I am going to put another... That's what excites me about this pay-per-view. I am going to. That just sounds like that's what a cerebral assassin would do. I am going to put another surprise entry into the Royal Rumble for the men, and that is one Taylor Rotunda. Bo Dallas, Hmm. (laughs) not as Bo Dallas as Taylor Rotunda. That's a good one because we haven't really talked about who we think it's the surprise are for the men's rumble. Um, yeah. And, well, I'm looking at him on the screen right now, but Trick Williams could very well be just a call, uh, a one night call up for the rumble as well. I wouldn't put it put put it past uh, Uncle Howdy to show up in the Royal Rumble as well. I'm naming all his gimmicks beside his real name there. Um, <laughs> all his gimmicks, I should say. Um, you know what? Trick Williams would be a good one. There's usually always that one guy that could return that may not be like the big name because I think the big names might be in the women's. So I'm going to give mm. you the return. Ty Dillinger, number 10. 10. Okay. Um, and what about the potential of a Jack? to enter the rumble. I think that that's a, that's a feasible option as well. I mean, he's obviously not going to win it. He may not go far. He probably will come in, maybe give us about 10 minutes of action and then be dumped out. I mean, if Brock Lesnar's in the rumble, there's going to be victims. I'm just saying. Yep. I think a good surprise, feel good surprise in this rumble is Biggie. Yes. Kane. What if Kane just comes back? He could. 
He could. I'm just throwing shit out at the wall now at this point. <laughs> he's he's, he's what too busy being a mayor. Isaac Yankum. Here's <laughs> how great would it be if Isaac Yankum, instead of Kane, instead of that, Glenn Jacobs does their thing, but we do Isaac Yankum DDS instead. How absolutely hilarious. fucking fantastic would that be? But truly. Anybody that comes back for either the men's or the women's rumble is going to get a huge pop, regardless yes. of who it is. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's always somebody that you either haven't seen because they're retired and in the Hall of Fame, or they're off on injury, or they just haven't been in the company for a while and they're coming back. You know what I mean? Like, regardless, you're getting a pop. Yeah. Like, That's I, why... I, I believe Andrade is going to be in the rumble this year. That would be cool. I mean, we we all know he's going to be WWE bound. It, it's like the most, yeah, it's yeah. such an unkept secret that even Buddy Matthews is jealous. Um, but imagine if Sean Waltman does something, and I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to say it: the one, two, three kid returns for one night. Dude, wouldn't that be epic? Mm-hmm. Kevin Nash gave us Diesel. Triple H and Shawn Michaels run the show. Come on. Give us nostalgic at its finest. Give me either one, two, three kid. Give me Isaac Yankum. I'm I'll be a kid at the candy store if that happens. Now now can you imagine one, one if them. uh Waltman came out as the one, two, three kid, shaved eyebrows and mullet? <laughs> and <all. laughs> well, I don't think that can happen. Vintage. Uh and on that note, guys, we are uh, one hour, 45 minutes into the show. We've gone a long time on this yes, show. Yes, we have. Um, but it's Bubba always Duke. a blast. It, uh, it always is. But Bubba, let's uh, give out your socials there, my friend. And you can see right down here. It's linktr.ee slash Bubba Duke. That will get you uh, my Twitch and the YouTube page for the Boar's Nest which airs every Thursday at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That's the PMs, not the AMs. With this great guy above me, OMD. We just play games and talk news, man. And if something huge happens in wrestling, we will discuss that there. But generally, it's news, movies, and video games. Yes. All right. And Mr. Parrish, where can the people find you? You can find me on all the platforms. So many platforms that you might just be so drunk that you're like, hey, I'll join you at Beer KYAG this Saturday for the Royal Rumble if you're in the Edmonton area. Um, but you can find me on the X at Chris Parrish. You can find me on the Instagram and the threads of Chris Parrish. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Chris Parrish. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Chris Parrish. You can also find me on TikTok at Chris Parrish. You can also find me on YouTube at Chris Parrish. You can also see me visually every Monday with the Monday Night Raw Watch Along, where I run in like a boss because, well, let's face it, they need me. Just kidding. They don't. I just say <laughs> that. Um, at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can also see me every Sunday with the voice Joshua Joseph at 12.15 p.m. Eastern. At my socials, at my Twitch, my YouTube, my Facebook, 
with the Chris Parrish podcast. We got episode eight. We're going to talk so much Royal Rumble that you're going to say talk some football. And we're going to be like, okay, we will. Because NFL football is shaping up to be great this weekend with some beautiful playoff action as I'm sure for the Lions. What about you? You'll find out this Sunday what we all have on. And that's where you can find me. All right. And OMD. Well, the people can find me on Facebook under my real name, Daniel Harisic, H-R-Y-C-Y-K. On Snapchat under One Man Dynamic, capitals on O-M and D. On Twitch at OMD17. And on Discord at OMD6370. Visually, you can catch me right here every Monday with these other gen- with these fine gentlemen. And I use that term very loosely, doing the Raw Watch Along. Tuesdays, catch me right here on Turnbuckle Talk, again with Chris Best, our usual host, Carl Carafel, and sometimes Bubba Duke, sometimes Parrish, sometimes it's all five of us. And on Thursdays, with the gentleman position below me, on the boar's nest. Do Why do you have a gentleman position below you? <laughs> on the screen. Okay. All right, and I'm just going to give us a little a little shout out to Carl Carafel, who is not here with us tonight. He is off on assignment working, uh, but you can find his socials at the link tree l i k l i n k t r dot e e slash Carl Carafel. Look for look for him on Redbubble.com, where you can purchase a lot of our Turnbuckle Studios merch. There, you can buy the OMD's locker room visit shirt, the Chris Best Tinkle Towers shirt, all kinds of merch there. While you're at it, too, why don't you take a journey on over to collarandelbowbrand.com, use the promo code JKPODCAST for 10% off. And, folks, we are international, as Carla says, as you can find us also at realwrestling.net, news and views by real fans. Also, why not do this? I I wasn't drinking any tonight, but Carl Pep, Carl, Dr. Pepper, please sponsor him. Please do it. As well, you can find me. If you don't, I'll kick uh, your ass. <laughs> yeah, you can you that. can find yeah <laughs> you can find me at youtube.com at chrisdamage83, twitch tv, cbrs underscore entertainment, threads.net at cbestfilms83, facebook.com, chris.best83, tiktok.com at cbrs.entertainment. You can look for me Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, alongside these men here as we do the Raw Watch along uh, alongside Carl Carafel. Uh, Tuesday nights, 8.05 Eastern, doing the uh, Turnbuckle Talk this Saturday Special uh, programming note for those of you on Turnbuckle Studios. You can look for me at 1230 Eastern as I do a special version of Saturday Night Gaming because that night I will be doing at 8 p.m. Eastern a Royal Rumble Live watch along alongside OMD, alongside Bubba Duke as well. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in. Have a wonderful night. See you next week, guys.